Hey, everybody. In this episode, we are going to continue our look back at the films of 2022. We've got honorable mentions, most disappointing film, all that good stuff coming up right now in Flickr Effect, episode 428. Just when you thought it was over, 2022 still lives on. We can't let go. We can't still, let go. No, we can't let go. We're still talking about it. So, uh, you know, I honestly, it, it was a, a pretty interesting year for movies. And I m- remember a couple weeks ago when we were talking about our top 10 show. And then um, me and David sort of were talking about making a separate show for honorable mentions and all that good stuff. And I asked him, so is there a cap limit on how many honorable mentions we should have? Because he's like, why do you have a lot? I'm like, uh, <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> so it was one of those things where I was like, yeah, I mean, I, I watched a lot of movies in 2022 and, and enjoyed quite a few. So um, I, I don't know. Let's see. How do we actually want to do this um, in terms of? Which categories we want to start off with? Do you want to go with honorable men- honorable mentions first? Uh, I mean, that's what I was thinking. I was I figured right. since honorable mentions is kind of a continuation of our top ten list, which we did in the episode last week. I figured we'd start there as a way to kind of wrap up like what the movies we liked, and then kind yeah. of go from there with some other stuff. That's I mean, I don't know what everyone else thinks, but that's what I thought. Yeah. Me- meanwhile, I was All confused right. last week. My my list of honorable mentions is not that long. My list of didn't get to see films is extensive. <laughs> mm, okay, so that part will be longer for you than the honorable mentions part. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. Do you, do you want right. to go in order well, like we did with the, the top 10? Or do you want to just whatevs? Anybody goes, go for it. Oh, like which who goes first? I mean, doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't remember the order um, from the top ten. (laughs) I feel like honorable mentions and like biggest surprise could kind of be bolted into like the same type of category because if we've seen it and there were like honestly honorable mentions and we were biggest, we were surprised as to how good they were. I mean, that's kind of how I look at it. You know, it's kind of like the same kind of topic. I don't know what kind of order we want to go in or if we want to just list out the movies that we 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 really think in each category or do one at a uh, time. If Michelle's list is like extensive, that might take a while. So nah, <laughs> I, I'm I thinking know. we'll just uh, list them out and I'll, I'll go first with mine. Uh, honorable mentions. And I'll, I'll start by saying that um, everything that was on your guys's list is an honorable mention for me. So I won't list those out. If you want to know those movies, go back and watch last week's episode if you're watching or listening. So was there uh, not like... it would be too long to listen. Was there not like any movies that any of us listed that you're like, actually, no, I didn't like that movie? Like, I would say probably the only one of anybody's list that they listed... I wouldn't say I didn't like the movie, but it, it just was sort of flat for me, and that was Uncharted. It just... It wasn't bad, but it just... It could have been better. Uh, That's literally the only movie. But everything else on everyone else's list would definitely be an honorable mention. So uh, just to get that out of the way. That's an extensive list. So then I'll add, yeah, (laughs) I'll add some of my own specific uh, ones. And forgive me if I did duplicate one that was on someone's list. But 
uh, Wakanda Forever, uh, All Quiet on the Western Front, Devotion, Fall, Vengeance, Hustle, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, Ambulance, 3,000 Years of Longing, and Breaking. Those are my additional honorable mentions in addition to the ones that you guys mentioned last week as your top tens. Mm. All right. I forgot all about Chip and Dale, the rescue ring. <laughs> I forgot all about that. I do remember my, my review of that because it was pretty, it was pretty aggressive, but it was, um, <laughs> it, it was a good movie. Like it was good, but it was kind of dark, much darker than mm-hmm. what I was expecting uh, Chip and Dale's to really be. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. How do you that? Uh, um, so who wants to go next? I'll go next. I don't care. All right, because I don't. I don't have a, an extensive honorable mentions list, uh, and I feel like I'm probably forgetting stuff. Um, but really, only two movies came to mind, and that's The Northman and The Menu. Mm. Um, sorry, <laughs> it's like we're in the Fast Furious over here, man. Um, I'm sorry. Oh, I live no, downtown. Fine. You know it gets loud every now and then. Like, <laughs> somebody's feeling really insecure, so he decided to rev his engines. Yeah. <laughs> no, all good. Um, yeah, uh, the Northman was probably next in line. If I had to put them in order, my two movies in an order, I'd put Northman at 11 and the menu at 12. But I enjoyed both of them. That's funny. Um, Those are my nine and eights. Uh, Remember? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Funny. So, yeah, those are my Mine, my quick honorable mentions. I will say my honorable mentions are short too, so I'm just I'm gonna go ahead and go. So if I had a number eleven, it would be Banshees of Inisherin for sure. Um, yeah, I wondered about that one. Like I, I was surprised it wasn't on your list, but then I guess we talked about it off air a little. We bit. did talk about it a little bit. I enjoyed a lot of that film. I think the only thing for me was I thought the ending was kind of a miss. Mm. Overall, though, mm. basically up to that point, I was very happy with the movie. So interesting. Yeah, it was my number eleven. Um, other honorable mentions would be Bullet Train. I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. I thought it was done really well. Um, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is actually was actually really good. Um, and Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Those are those are my honorable mentions. That's really it because my list of things I didn't get to see is very long. <laughs> <laughs> We'll get to that, Michelle. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, get to, to that. that. Yasha, what's up with your list? <laughs> okay, so my, I mean, my honorable mentions is also kind of like grouped in with my biggest surprise, I guess, because I, I thought they were, um, they're all kind of one and the same. Uh, my honorable mention, the first one I want to mention is Jackass Forever, because I did enjoy that. I have enjoyed all of those movies. I even watched the two point, the Jackass 2.5s and, you know, the sub numbers or whatever they want to call them, the decimal point numbers, sequels or half sequels, extra credit scenes. I think those those guys are funny. Um, The menu, definitely up there for me. I really thoroughly enjoyed that movie when I got a chance to watch it. And, excuse me, Violent Night. I really thought it was Mm -hmm. good. I thought it was going to be funny and silly and just kind of enjoyable. And in all honesty, that's exactly what I got from it and I liked it. So that's definitely up there for my honorable mentions. That's it. Nice. Nice. All right. So with that out of the way, um, well, I that, suppose. Um, oh, we go sh- ahead. oh, go ahead, David. No, I was going to say, I don't know if, I, what, if this is what you were thinking, but I figured also it'd be a good time to cover like what we haven't seen. Yeah. Sorry. 
Yep, right. Exactly. Well, so I'll, I'll, since you started that, I'll let you finish. <laughs> the old host and the new host. Are what, what you haven't seen. What I, <laughs> no. Yeah, I'll start, but then I, same thing. Like, I feel like I've, I've got stuff that I'm not remembering that I haven't seen. And you guys will probably mm. mention other movies. I'm like, so oh, yeah, I haven't seen that either. Um, yeah, maybe. Um, the, the first movie on my list that I haven't seen, I've seen part of. <laughs> I never finished it. I have mixed feelings even that I, that if I'll enjoy this movie, even though it's gotten so much praise and that's RRR. Oh, oh yeah. Um, based on what I saw, uh, when I was out there visiting you guys in California, um, it, I I don't know. Maybe I was, I was very tired, Bobby, as you probably remember when we were watching that. Mm -hmm. Um, so that could be part of the situation here, but, I just remember watching it going, so this is getting a lot of praise, huh? Like, okay. <laughs> like, I don't know. Just, But I do want to watch it and give it another chance. Um, I've heard so many good things about EO. I really want to see that. Yeah. Um, I, I wanted to see Decision to Leave before we recorded last week, and that didn't happen. Um, same with After Sun, even though I've heard kind yeah. of mixed things on After Sun, but it, it's also gotten a lot of praise. Yeah. Uh, Crimes of the Future I never saw. I really wanted to see that. Um, 3,000 Years of Longing, even though I've heard mixed things about that too. Yeah. And then mixed things about the these as well, uh, Bones and All, even though I've heard mm-hmm. a lot of praise. I've seen it on worst movie lists. Yeah, I have um, seen that. And The Whale. The Whale, I mean, I didn't see it, but I also don't know that I, I'll be honest, I don't know if I have a huge desire to see The Whale. Like, hmm. it'd be, it would be one thing if The Whale just had unanimous, like, 95 to 100 percent score on rotten tomatoes kind of praise you know what i mean but i feel like the performances are probably fantastic in it mm-hmm. but just on the surface it's like i i see the trailer to that movie and i go just it it looks like a certain mood that i'm just mm. and i'm not interested in <laughs> mm. that makes sense maybe trying to avoid yeah it's like i don't want to feel like i want to walk into traffic right now but <laughs> right. i mean kind of I guess, yeah. No, I get that. So, it's like I would say, uh, I the the definitely Brendan Fraser is the standout in, in terms of his performance. It's worth I think seeing for his performance alone. Story wise, I <clears throat> I think overall, I, I would say that the movie was still solid as a story. I, I, I don't. I never really looked to see what the critics who didn't like it said about it specifically, but uh, story-wise, I, I felt like um, I was I was into the story. I, I don't I don't know that I necessarily found a lot of fault within the story itself, um, but definitely the uh, the the thing that would bring you in is Brendan's uh, mm-hmm. performance for right. sure. That's all I got that I that comes to mind anyway that I haven't seen. Like I said, I. I have a feeling I might, you guys might remind me of some things. Uh, well, on that note, <laughs> I guess I'll go with some of the things uh, that I didn't get a chance to see. Um, one of them was a movie that was in theaters that I just could not uh, find the the inner strength to watch. Um, and normally I don't have an issue, but... For whatever reason, I just couldn't um, muster that energy to go see it. Uh, I will see it eventually, but it, it's Till 
Mm. Um, definitely know that that one's got. I gotta be like really ready for, to see yeah. that movie because yeah, I, I know that. it's gonna be heavy. Yeah, so, it's gonna uh, be dark. Yeah, it's gonna be hard to yeah. watch. So that one yeah. is one I want to see, but didn't get a chance to. Uh, Blonde. Um, another one that David mentioned as far as in terms of movies getting mixed reviews, that one definitely had mixed reviews and it, really kind of sort of polarizing reviews. I don't even know if there was anything really in the middle on that one. No, I've um, seen I've seen it actually show up as the number one worst film on three or four lists that I looked at. Like, damn. Yeah. And like, I'm talking mm. like straight up, like really reputable list. I was like, oh, geez. Wow. They were and like the one yeah, person even I, said like Anna de Armas's performance. Thank God for that because otherwise this and that's movie why is, I want to see it really. Yeah, it's it's yeah. I've heard it's not very good. Yeah, it's, yeah. The, I, I'm, the way they changed her story a little bit to like from what I've heard, and I, I talked to a friend of mine who's in the industry, and she watched it, and she was she couldn't finish it. It was she thought mm-hmm. it was that bad. Wow. Yeah, I've heard that similar thought as well as far as not being able to finish it. But again, it's one of those ones where I really at least just want to check out the performance. Yeah. Yeah. Even going into it, I really had a hard time feeling like how can I've never seen her without her accent in something. So I was really curious as to how Mm -hmm. she's able to maneuver that into playing this iconic role. So yeah, I'm still curious about that movie. Um, David mentioned Decision to Live. That's another one as well. Uh, Women Talking. Seems like it's getting a lot of buzz. I just did not have it playing anywhere near me to be able to see it. But definitely want to be able to see it when I can. Uh, Bones and All is another one David mentioned. Um Pinocchio did not get a chance to watch that in time to be able to talk about it. So I want to see that. Uh, Another one uh, involving the the Harvey Weinstein case, uh, which is, she said, uh, didn't get a chance to watch that. And uh, the last one on my list is another one that I know uh, I need to mentally prepare for before I watch it, which is Emancipation with uh, Will Smith and Mm -hmm. by Antoine Fuqua. I know I watched that one, but it's gotta be ready for that one too it's always funny how you know like certain movies you're like i'm gonna have to be in a certain headspace to to, yeah. to handle that one right. <laughs> like i'm gonna have to go yeah. under going okay i'm i'm prepped you almost to feel have like all have the have emotions it, yeah because you know it's going to be an emotional uh trip and journey so it's almost like i i, I feel like if i do watch it, it it would be one of those things where and i rarely do this but it would probably be like a um almost like a mini series because i'd have to break it up in pieces to watch <laughs> it as opposed to just sitting there watching the whole thing all at once yeah, yeah. pause it go, watch for, a, little go bit for a 15 minute night. walk kind of clear <laughs> right. your head a little bit kind of yeah. go okay got the rage out or oh i got the sadness out or yeah <laughs> exactly yeah yeah so uh so what about you michelle Let's get to that list. It's long. I'm not going to go into a lot here because it's long. I won't lie. It's literally like, it's it's stupid long. Wow. It's, wow. it's very long. <laughs> I didn't see that. It's very long. Wow. How about top 10 of what you didn't see that you really Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm working on it. Um, okay. So, um, Prey. I really want to see. Mm. And then some that you guys have mentioned. Um, After Sun, I want to see EO. 
Which, by the way, is playing at Indian next week, but for one week only. Hmm. Um, let's see. Decision to leave. I want to see She Said. I really want to see Women Talking. Um, the Woman King. Bones and All. Uh, Descendant. That one looks. That one sounds and looks really good. By the way, I think everybody should check that one out. Um, I don't know that one. I'll write that down. Yeah, Descendant takes place. I, yeah, it. You should look into it, but quickly, basically, it takes place. It's a, a history of a grouping of people that live in Mobile, Alabama, that are descendants from one of the very last slave ships to come over, um, and how their culture and their history is being kind of. It's disappearing. It looks really good. Um, woman talking till again. There's a headspace I have to be in. I think uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Uh, Marcel the shell with shoes on. Silly as it might mm. sound. Um, Fire of Love, which I just now realized was on. Mm. Was that Hulu last night or HBO? That I was like, oh, hey, Disney Plus. Disney Plus. That's right. Um, Bones and all. I think I already said that. Armageddon time because I'm curious about it. That one showed up on a couple of uh, top ten lists, and I was like, "Oh, really? Interesting." Um, Which one is that? Yeah, I don't know that. Um, it's the one about the older man and his grandson in the seventies. Uh, the, the the grandson is become friends with the grandson's. So they're all Jewish. The grandson becomes friends with an African American boy, and then I guess they get into trouble together, and then it kind of starts a whole thing. And oh, yeah, okay. So yep. does the Anthony, Anthony Hopkins? Oh, okay, yeah. Um, yeah, that one looks, it's on, it was on a couple lists. And then like <laughs> two that were on some lists for worst movies of the year. That I'm just curious now, Amsterdam and see how they run. Mm. I just think, I don't know. could be interesting. Um, and then on a separate note, um, I haven't seen Elvis yet and I want to watch that. I need to watch that one cause I'm just curious yeah. now. And then empire of light, which I thought looked ridiculously good I and that. i haven't watched yeah. that one yet so yeah it's a lot it's a lot it's a big list this year i am sad in myself i'm disappointed in myself mm. terrible you know what's sad about that list too is that um with the volume of movies that are coming out in 2023 <laughs> Just to be able to catch all of those, yeah. that list of yours of ones you want to see, when you'll get around to them is. is I mean, we mentioned hard to say. we mentioned last week, right? The the David Ehrlich top twenty five video he puts out every year, and yeah, I'll be honest. I mean, he does such a good job. There's times, especially toward the end of the year, I'll go back and watch like older ones just because I enjoy watching them. And I did that this year a little bit. And there was some from nice. like 2016, 2017. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I still want to see that. Yeah, I still want to see that. Like, <laughs> yep. still movies I've never seen that I really would yeah. genuinely like to still yeah. watch. But even if they are from now a few years old, but whatever. It's tough. Yeah. yeah. It is tough. Who's next? Yasha. Yasha. Okay. Um, Bringing it home. Wish I could have seen. I mean, my list is is not very long, but I mean, there are some movies that were kind of reminded. Uh, I was kind of reminded of after hearing your guys's list. Um, I didn't really know anything about EO, um, and I did like a little quick search just now. Looks really interesting. It looks kind of uh, super super deep and interesting. So I wouldn't mind kind of checking that one out. 
Uh, everything, everywhere, all at once is probably the one movie that I'm super, super bummed that I didn't get a chance to see in the theater because it looked amazing in the trailers, and I didn't get a chance to watch it. And I'm, I'm I really wish I could have, but you, um, you know, you're not I keep trying get, to see it when I can buy it. You're not going to get What's argument that? from the three of us. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, you guys rated it so high that it's just like, I mean, that's that sounds it sounds so good. Um, Till also, um, but for Bobby's reasons as well, one of the reasons why I didn't watch it is because of what the movie is about. It's, I just imagine just sadness just taking over for that afternoon and not wanting to be around people after that (laughs) or needing to be drunk and go have a good time because I need to forget about what I just (laughs) watched, which is either way. It's just not a good thing. Um, and the black phone. I really wanted to watch that. And in all honesty, I might even start that after tonight's show while I have dinner because that looked really good. And I like Ethan Hawke a lot and I bet it's a super fun movie. That's all I got. You know what? Now that you say that, uh, I would add that one to my honorable mentions as well. And another one David mentioned that I didn't put on there, which would be RRR. That that would be on my honorable mentions. I'd throw black phone on honorable mentions too, actually. That's... I, I would actually throw Black Phone kind of honorable mention, but also, I'll be honest, kind of the like, oh, I'm surprised I enjoyed that movie as much as I did kind of category. Like, oh. Okay. Oh, I'm surprised I like this movie as much as I did. That would be my, that would be that one for me this year. Well, Michelle, that's a perfect segue because uh, let's go ahead and get into that. Get into that one. You you kicked it off. You might as well continue on. What are we talking about it? That's mine. Are you doing any other movies, I guess? I wouldn't say there was any any other movies that really, like, I watched and was like, oh, wow, this is totally changed. I didn't think I was going to enjoy this as much. There wasn't a lot of movies that I Mm. went in. Super, and that will, again, I, we've said it a million times. I don't go into movies negative, I don't go into films, yeah. I try not to go into them too, too super pumped about them. I try to go in f- flat so I can just enjoy it for what it is or dislike it for what it is. So, I wouldn't say there was too many movies I went in going, Oh, I don't know how I'm gonna feel about this. Black, Black Phone, I kind of did. I was like, I'm either gonna think this is really stupid. Or I don't know. And I was like, wow, actually, this is really fun. Not fun. This is really enjoyable. They're doing a really good job of telling the story. It's going well. Like, I was at the end of the movie, I was like, that went, that was good. That went well. Like, Hmm. Bloomhouse, good job, which that's not surprising. Bloomhouse does a good job. Um, Yeah. I'm trying to think of his other movies that. I mean, I'm not pressing you because I'll be honest, I'm going to have a hard time with this category. I don't, I don't think I have any other movies. I don't think I have any movies this year that genuinely, you know, made me go, oh, wow, this is, well, I mean, it's not like we have to have one. No, no, uh, right now. Don't have one. And, and like Yasha mentioned, he put his sort of all as as his honorable mentions because they surprised him in that way. So I don't think there's any specific way we have to look at it, but I do technically have one on, on this list and one and only one because for really a, a, for what the reason Michelle said in terms of, you know, I don't typically go into a movie thinking uh, I'm not going to like it, but more specifically, I rarely ever go into a movie. I don't already think that I'm probably going to like. And so I don't typically see any movies where, um, they would surprise me because I have that thought that I'm going to go see this movie because I'm expecting to like it. You're already interested. So, um, yeah. So yeah. the only one that I could think of 
that I went in thinking it was going to be trash and, and was pleasantly surprised by, <laughs> which is uh, my man Michael Bay's Ambulance. <laughs> I really yeah. did not think yeah, I was going right. to like that, that movie. Yeah, and yeah. it turned turned around for me just because he did something a little innovative with drones and, and really had a, a nice take on action in terms of using those drones to film a lot of the action that was pretty clever and uh, different for the normal Bayham stuff that he does. So I, I, I did in, come out of the theater enjoying that way more than I thought I was going into it. I remember your review of it. Yeah, that's what you were saying. I did too. Yeah. Yasha, do you want to point anything out specifically, or you're like, yeah, the honorable mentions are it? <laughs> um, I mean, I my honorable mentions kind of bled into my biggest surprises as well, so I really don't have much more to add. I, as I said last week, when I was looking at my list, I really did not see a lot of things as much as I thought mm-hmm. I had, um, which is funny to say that because when I look at my movies that my biggest disappointments there's a huge that's a pretty big list when it comes down to it there's more movies on there when i really thought about it after i watched it i was like yeah that wasn't great that wasn't that was super kind of disappointing and uh and kind of moved on from there so i did see stuff i just um nothing really left an impact um and i feel like that's kind of bumming me out because i feel like the content that they're releasing mm-hmm. lately has not been not been great mm-hmm. David, you mentioned that you were having a hard time with this category. Did you not have anything or is there something you were able to kind of come up with? I mean, I guess I can come up with one thing if I have to, even though it's a stretch. Oh, I think I know what it is. I'm going to twist twist your arm. Oh, now I'm curious. You got to you got to guess. Come on. Uh, I was I would guess a hard guess in terms of based on. Knowing how you feel about this particular director, that you went in probably thinking that you would like this movie, especially since you liked the the original or the first movie with this uh, character, and that would be uh, Glass Onion. I would think that that would probably be a disappointment for you. Oh, disappointment? Yeah. Sorry. I think maybe I misunderstood what you're asking me then. I thought you were asking me. Oh, not disappointment. Yes, surprise film. That's right. I forgot we were on the surprise film thing. Never mind. No, no, we're not no at worries. that point yet. We're almost there. We're almost, <laughs> we're almost there. there. No, yeah. I was going to say, if I, I mean, if I look at this movie, like before having heard any, uh, like, re- you know, reviews or kind of reception for it. And if, you know, just based on the trailer, it kind of seemed like the kind of movie that really could just very easily just be a very surface level movie that honestly would most likely end up on like Netflix or HBO max, but it ended up being pretty good. And that's the menu. Mm. Um, so in a way that surprised me that I enjoyed it as much as I did. I mean, by the time I saw it, I had been hearing how good it was. So I, you know, it wasn't like I walked out of the movie theater shocked or something, but Mm. other than that, I mean, there's nothing I can think of this past year that I'm like, that I went into kind of like you guys have already said, it's not like I was going into really any movies this year with the limited amount of time I had to watch things going, I'm going to watch this movie that looks terrible, (laughs) you know, just to see it. (laughs) I mean, and then end up being great. You know, I mean, I will say based on the reception of you, Bobby, and you know, other people like Jackass, the Jackass film, I guess if it's as good as, it sounds like it might be, that would have possibly been a contender for this Mm -hmm. category for me, but 
Mm-hmm. And I say that, and I like the previous movie, but I don't know. Yeah, I had a hard time with this one. I didn't really have anything that kind of jumped out as like a surprise. It's fair, fair. Well, then uh, let's move into the disappointment area since I kind of jumped the gun there a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'll start off with this one. Um, I really only had one movie that I could think of that I was disappointed in because of all the reasons I just said not too long ago in terms of uh, how I typically go into a movie. And so, you know, I think it kind of takes a certain thing to make something a disappointment to me. And that's that one thing would probably be not living up to any type of hype or expectation I might have in terms of what I think the potential for a movie should be. And the only movie that I felt that way about, even though I did still, I would say, like it, it it should have been more than just me liking it. I should have like just been loving it. And so should the rest of the the world, which did not. And that movie is Lightyear. The only thing I could ever, uh, that I was able to think of in terms of a movie that you would think that that movie should have been selling toys left and right. And, you know, in the pop culture zeitgeist at this point, and them looking to green light a Lightyear two and all that stuff. But no, it just kind of, fell a little flat i mean it wasn't terrible but i just there's there's a lot of problems with it for sure yeah that movie should have been a disappointment that movie should have been better i second that opinion bobby that movie should have been better it wasn't the worst thing ever but that movie had so much going for it like it should have been better (laughs) yeah 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 it really did have a lot going for it night haven't heard any real raving reviews of regarding it at all. No. At all. And their marketing for it was weird. Like not even just like the like trailer mm-hmm. marketing, but even like the aftermarket, like toys. And then like that Buzz Lightyear in the theme parks. It was weird. It was weird. <laughs> that might be the weirdest part. That was the yeah, that was so weird. It's still weird to me that they have like a face character version of Lightyear, and then yeah. they still have a toy version of Lightyear. I don't think I don't think it's living. I think that that character interaction is. Uh, I would hope dead. it's over. I think it's over. I mean, it's not like oh, that movie man. had like major legs in the zeitgeist, right. if you will. <laughs> like to hope that's yeah. over. It was. It was. Yeah. No, Bobby. That was a good. That's a good choice for a disappointing film. Uh, what do you got michelle um so i would say i i have two do you have a single most my single most one though of the two my absolute biggest disappointment i think it's because going into this film i was looking forward to it it seemed intriguing it was a really good leading actress. Uh, the director is still working on kinks, but, you know, I try to keep the faith and support, you know, women in the industry. But I got to say, mm. for me, my biggest disappointment was Don't Worry Darling. Like, mm. I was looking forward mm. to that film. Mm. I was thinking it looked really, I thought, I was like, man, it's really going to be interesting to see where they go with this. It's got to be some kind of big twist. It's really going to make me like go, 
whoa, she's working on trying to, you know, break through a different different thought process and dimension on things. And no, it really, no, it really wasn't. It really fell flat, the execution of it. And I say that and like, I, I really enjoy Florence Pugh and I thought her performance in it was good. And, but overall the story, yeah, it just, when it, you know, you get to the apex of it, I was like, oh, that's it. I mean, I kind of figured that was kind of in a direction it was going. It was pretty obvious at, that po- at points in the movie, but it was like, okay, sure. It just didn't, it just really fell flat. And I know I am not the only person that thinks that. I know David thought it was horrible. No, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but I also know, like, it's just, yeah, that the reviews of it are very, uh, it was supposed, it was a film, it was another film that should have been better. It's disappointing. That would be my one if I had a pick of the. But two, you said you had another one, right? I do, and I mean, not that I went into it like hyped up, but I was like hopeful, and that was Thor: Love and Thunder. It's disappointing. Yeah, I kind of figured someone would mention that. I didn't know who, but I figured it would might it might come up. I mean, I don't think it's the worst film of the year. <laughs> There's definitely worse sure. films, but it was a disappointment because. Of the Avengers, you know, I would say Thor is one of my favorites. I wouldn't say he's my favorite. I don't know. It's kind of hard, but he's up there. And I I really love the first two movies. I thought Ragnarok was a little... It was okay. (laughs) Uh, It had some issues. Um, But this was just... It was not good. It was not good. I expect more out of Marvel. I expect more out of Thor. I expect more out of Taika Waititi. Yeah. Disappointing. What about you, Yasha? Oh, let's get to it. Um, <laughs> He's like, <laughs> I got it. Right? Okay. Okay. So just to dive in the first one that I want to talk about that um, may shock some of you. I'm going to start very gently and then we're going to get rough. Oh. Okay, so bear with me here. <laughs> okay, I'm going to um, get my tea. Let's do this. The, the first one that I'm going to say is I was not super impressed with The Secrets of Dumbledore. Um, I was kind of disappointed in that film. Um, shockingly so. Because I, I do like the world. I do like the wizarding world. I've enjoyed most of the movies. Um, I've enjoyed all the Harry Potter movies, that's for sure, in that series, and was bummed that it didn't. I would love to see something with a continuation and a deeper dive into some of these worlds, but this was just not it. This was a huge kind of miss for me, and I was not happy with that. I was kind of bummed about it. Um, And then I like Jamie Lee Curtis. I think she's fun. I think she's a fantastic actress. I think Halloween literally needs to end. It is not great. That last one was not good. Um, it was, yeah, the, I mean, it was just pretty, just just not a great film. Like, and that disappointing. that's disappointing because I thought they could have done something really cool with it, and it just really wasn't there. Um, to follow that, I'm going to say, yeah, not everybody um, can be a director. And I'm sorry, I like Olivia Wilde. I think she's talented. But don't worry, Darling was absolute trash. That movie was so bad. I have a friend of mine. She 
loves Harry Styles, was loving, could not wait to go see this movie. That's all she talked about. And when she saw it, she was like, just call me when you're done so we can talk about it. Just (laughs) call me. I'm not kidding. And she was just like, it was not good. That must have been pretty Um, devastating for her. Oh, it was it was wildly 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 disappointing. Um, I mean, it was really disappointing to me because, like you, Michelle, like I w- I love the idea, the premise, what was going on. I love the whole step for wife thing, and you know, captured and, and and being imprisoned and whatnot. I thought that was all really kind of cool. It was just a huge miss, and I felt like it was rushed, and then it just like the continuity continuity from the storyline was messed up. It was just all over the place. And it was just a really, really shitty way to end the film. And I think it was a huge miss on something that could have been a really, really cool idea and a really cool film. Um, So, Michelle, there's really not much more that I can add to that to basically talk about how bad that movie was. But it's not a surprise that after like a month and a half or two months or whatever it was, it was on HBO Max and they're trying to push it out there. Not a surprise. Um, the biggest waste of time that I probably spent this entire year watching a movie, um, will have to go to Firestarter. I watched that mm. movie. That's on a lot it of people's lists. It took me about two weeks to finally get through all of it. <laughs> and uh, it looked, Why did it, you was, bother? it was <laughs> so bad. I, I had to finish it. I had to see like, just, I had to see where it goes. And in, in all honesty, it looked like a very, very good college project. Like all of the sets, everything, like they did not have the funding to like make really compelling and or detailed offices for the, the program or whatever. It was so bad. I mean, it's 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 so it's such a shame that Zach Efron's name's attached to it because I actually like Efron. I think mm-hmm. he's funny. I think he's very talented. I think he gets a bad rap because he is a pretty boy, but I do think he has talent. And it was so wasted on this film. It was like he was doing this for a favor for somebody and he couldn't get out of it. Like that's what that's really what it felt like when you watched this film. And he you can tell he tried and that movie was so so bad. I think Bobby and I talked about it. And Bobby, you just were like, I'm not even going to waste my time to watch it. Mm. And I was genuinely excited about the film because I liked the first one. I loved the first one and I love the story and I like watching Stephen King films. This one is so bad. So bad. Mm. Um, that being said, another wildly, wildly, wildly disappointing film that just was so all over the place and they didn't know what to do with it. And they still don't know what to do with it. Um, Bobby, I'm honestly surprised you didn't mention this. Um, and that's Morbius. Morbius I was trash. Oh God, save your time, save your energy. Yeah. I mean, if you have background noise and want to watch it, then I would, I would do it. But that movie was epic failure. Mm. It was like, they just, it's, if Warner Brothers doesn't know what they're doing and they're blind to seeing what everybody else is doing, Sony is deaf, dumb, and blind when it comes to some of their characters, when it comes to Spider-Man. They're just like, what, what should we do? You know what we should do? We should do this. And, and, somebody, and somebody at Sony is like, yeah, but wouldn't it be cool if we didn't do that? 
And that's really how this kind of like plays out. And it was, it was so bad. And it's not for lack of trying from Jared Leto. I don't know why they bothered to like delay this film as much as they did to try and make up for, you know, the pandemic and everything like that. All of that's a wasted effort. This movie was absolute dog shit. It was trash. And I have told people, I was like, don't even bother. Just don't. If you want to watch it for background noise, fine. But aside from that, not a thing. Don't waste your time. And that is my list. Yeah. Yeah. That one didn't. I. Mm. No. It. Yeah. No. I didn't even waste my time on that one. It. it yeah. I, I will say, like, it's like Bobby was saying, like, I usually go to a movie because I have an interest in it. There's something about it that I'm going, that looks slightly compelling in some way, shape, or form to me. And Morbius, I was like, yep, nope, that doesn't look good at all. <laughs> it did not make sense. It just you know, didn't make sense. It, before we get to what David has to mention, um, something just came to mind as you were talking, Yasha, about the Sony stuff. Uh, I don't know if you guys would know this for sure if you had been keeping up on it, but isn't Olivia Wilde directing the Madam Web movie? Or is that someone else that's directing No, somebody else. Yeah. I just looked somebody at her. Else. I just okay. literally looked at her her roster and the, the upcoming pro- projects she has. Well, maybe she has an untitled Sony Marvel project on her her credit, but I don't think Who? it's Madam Web. I thought it, Olivia Wilde. Then it's her. Yeah. Did she? I knew there was someone that was doing the Madam Web movie. I'm pretty sure it was her because she had hinted I mean, at it or something. Before. IMDb doesn't list her. They list S.J. Clarkson. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so does Google. I thought that was Google's the writer, listing. but never. I mean, they're I definitely guess. listing. We'll find Clarkson, out. Soon. Yeah. Yeah. And they have different writers yeah. than her, so hmm. I don't okay. think it's could Olivia be. Wilde. I, but I, I mean, I could be wrong. That film's got some strikes going against it, apparently. So. Hmm. <clears throat> well, right. yeah, David. What's your biggest what's, disappointment? What's on your list? Yeah. <laughs> what made you? How many sad? you got? What made you say <laughs> I'm not mad at you? I'm just disappointed. That is key. Because, I I mean, to be clear, again, I mean, this should go without saying, but this is obviously these movies, just because I might list them, and particularly my number one film, um, doesn't mean, like, they're terrible films, even though one of them definitely, or a couple of them are, but... um, But it's disappointing. Like, I, I will say, I'll start off with my single most disappointing film of the year, and I'll probably get hate for this, but again, I'm go. I'm I'm looking at this like when I say you know you think disappointing. Like my expectations were high. This should have been fantastic, and in my opinion, it was not. It was not the film I was looking forward to, and I wish it were better. And that is Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Um, mm. I loved the first film. We all did. <laughs> like and obviously he you know the director and everyone behind the camera for that film were put in a terrible situation to make to to figure out a way to make a good sequel with the unfortunate passing of chadwick boseman but in my opinion i don't i don't think they stuck the landing with where they went with this so i was i if i had to pick a single most disappointing film 
even if I didn't hate it, and there's definitely, again, mm. there's movies I'm about to mention I am not a fan of almost at all. Um, but that one would probably be my most disappointing just because I, it should have been so much better. I was really looking forward to it. That trailer is on that hierarchy of trailers for me that it's it's mm-hmm. like I could still watch that trailer again and get probably goosebumps. It's so good. But the movie, not not so much. No, that, um, that, your, your decision on this makes a lot of sense. I'm... I, I understand for sure. I, like yeah. It was a that was a hard movie. It was a hard movie to do. Yeah. Um other movies that are disappointing and this one is one that I mean I didn't go into it with high expectations and it was actually worse than I was expecting cuz and I mean you said it wasn't the worst film of the year but honestly I don't know if I saw anything worse than Thor Love and Thunder this year. Like I thought that was just trash. Like it was not good. It was not good. It was not good. And it, I mean, maybe there's something I'm forgetting that I saw that was worse than oh, that Oh, no, film. there is. There is. It's, all my, it's my absolute worst film. Oh, okay. Well, then, whatever that is, I guess I'll get reminded. But I, I did not like Thor Love and Thunder at all. Uh, and I, like you, Michelle, I mean, he's... I I love that character, you know. Mm-hmm. I love all the Marvel characters, but he's higher up on the list of the, of the MCU characters we've had. And... Uh, no, that that didn't work for me at all. Um, Don't worry, darling, which you mentioned already. Definitely, not that my expectations were through the roof because I was not a big fan of Booksmart. <laughs> so I was hopeful mm. that we were going to get a great film out of this one. And now I hate to say, like I have, I have no hate. I don't know Olivia Wilde. She is probably a great person, <laughs> but two films in, I am not impressed with her with her film so far. I hope she continues to direct and make a great movie. I, I do, but so far I'm not, I'm not happy. Um, oh, oh, for two for you. Uh, Glass Onion. I, I, I really enjoyed Knives Out, but I thought Glass Onion, I, and, and maybe with this could be a side, uh, this, this actually would also maybe more properly belong in a category. Like if we all had movies that we didn't get, like, and what I mean, you know, meaning like, Everyone seems to think this is great, and but for whatever reason, it didn't it didn't work for me. That glass onion would be front and center in that category for me because mm. everyone seems to love this movie, <laughs> and and I loved Knives Out. It was on my top ten list, but Glass Onion, I don't get it. And I mean, I'm not saying I didn't get the movie. I get the movie. I don't. Think oh yeah. The, I I don't think the movie is that smart. I don't. I I don't understand the love for that film. I was going into that with pretty high expectations, so that was a big disappointment for me. And I was already going to mention as well, yeah, Lightyear was another one. That trailer was good. Like, I was pumped about Lightyear. Yeah, Lightyear was disappointing. That was a cool idea to go, hey, let's give, like, this one toy from Toy Story a backstory film. Like, at first I was like, huh? And I was like, actually, that's kind of cool. This should be awesome. The story that inspired the toy. Right. But, no. No. Not, not not great. So no, those those are my disappointing films. I I agree with all of them. But you had Wakanda Forever on your honorable mentions, it's right? A low honorable mention. Like, there's a lot that I liked about it, but I'm with you. It didn't stick the landing, which again is why it's a honorable mention. Gotcha. Hmm. That's all I got. I looked up while, David, you were going through your list. Um, 
what was in my head of the Olivia Wilde movie that I was trying to think of that she's supposed to be doing. And it's not Madam Web. It's Spider Woman, which is why it makes sense uh, that I was thinking Madam Web. She's rumored to be directing the Spider Woman. Gotcha. Doing with assistance super high from hopes Kevin Feige. She's doing a, a Sony made Spider Man film, so I don't I don't have but high hopes here. In collaboration <laughs> with Feige, supposedly. Hmm. So that's still, interesting. Still no. In Feige has but, misses, thus yeah, but after, Thor one. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, but after the release of Thor, you, you know, like that was a that was kind of a big miss for Feige, I think, when it came to like, you know, well how good to it be really fair, was supposed to be. I, I suppose that 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 is true. I think for the most part, for the way most people are feeling. But didn't um, Multiverse of Madness come out after Thor, or did it come out before Thor? Before no, it was before. Thor. I think Multiverse before of Madness Thor. was yeah, in the spring. Thor, yeah. mm-hmm. Thor was in the summer. Yeah, hmm. it's supposed to be the summer hit, and it wasn't. All right. Yeah, I, I was. I would imagine for David, then, then, yeah, maybe Feige isn't as all and powerful. But uh, I think a lot of people in general <laughs> with Phase Four, everyone seems to have married mixed yeah. uh, disappointed feelings I in the phase. I'm in the minority of saying that I really enjoy Phase Four. I know most people do not like this phase, but I, if I compare it to the other phases, sure, of course, it's uh, on the bottom. But as its standalone phase, I enjoy the fact that they're doing something different and uh, not just kind of sticking with the the safe bets, so to speak, within this uh, no, realm on TV I'm with you there too, and, and, and the movies. And I don't disagree with that I'm either. With you there too. I, I like yeah. the idea that they're not like, man, every film's got to like connect and build to this, like a, the next Thanos, like not yet anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah. I would have to agree that there's been films in this phase, like I've mentioned, that I'm not happy with. <laughs> so Yeah, I would say Doctor Strange is the only one that I thought stood out for me out of this phase. Re- that I really, really was like, oh, yeah, oh, Sam oh, Raimi. I thought Shang Chi was dope. Oh, Shang Chi was dope. You're right. David didn't Shang Chi was dope. Shang Chi, right? Yeah, I like Shang Chi, and I've been meaning to watch it a second time. But no, I the the big the big <laughs> yeah. negative of that movie was so bad, in my opinion. <laughs> it that it was though. It really crushes everything that's so great about that movie. It took away a lot. Like mm-hmm. the marvelness of that movie really kind of ruined it for me. Like, and it was great. I was enjoying the hell out of it. I was like, oh, this is awesome. And then the the whole MCU of it came into play. And I was like, God, are we really doing this? Like, you're, you're, you're ruining a good thing. And that's that's how I felt. <laughs> I don't disagree on that either. Yeah. It's like that movie oh, was so man. good. It was going so well. It was going so well. It was going so well. And oh, never mind. And I fully Just admit, kidding. I know I'm in the minority there. There's a lot of love for Shang-Chi. I'm more than happy for everyone who loves it. I am not trying to say you guys are wrong. I feel like you I, love seventy five yeah, no, I mean, percent of that film. I get. I mean, I, I get what you're saying with the marveling aspect of it. I, I do get what the big bad at the end, you know, was kind of, yeah, whatever, you know, type of thing. I mean, I thought it was cool, but I, I do understand what you're saying. Um, at least it's not a big glowing light in the sky and a donut ring. That's all I can say. That's just. Like every other DC threat that we have. Well, oh, sorry. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so, let's oh, and I'm not even me, ref- to be to be honest. Sorry, real quick. I'm not referring to the big bad at the end. I'm referring to the yeah, yeah. He's referring know, the, to the comic relief of that film. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, Trevor. Trevor, yeah. Whatever his character's name was. Oh, yeah. That was a horrible addition to the film. That was, that was I didn't really particularly care for that. Like, I, I don't know why he needed to pop in. And I, and, and even to take it a step right. further, I'm, I'm not a fan of the fact that, you know, when, when, what's his name shows up at the, uh, the end of it? What's his name? The Asian guy Wong. from the, Wong. what is it? Wong. Wong. When Wong shows up and oh, he yeah. asks for Shang-Chi to come and then he's like, you too. We need you too. No, you don't. She brings nothing to the table. Like, why is she still there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like she's. Yeah, maybe she's they'll not just. Uh, I know they won't do this, but maybe for some people out there, they're hoping they'll uh, Doc Browner and uh, you know say that you need to come too. But then she gets knocked out in the first few minutes. You don't see her till the end of the movie. Was, she was, was there. I didn't did do something. She had to come with. <laughs> Right. I, I would just as soon as see her as as a Jar Jar Binks in the the Clone Wars in the movie where she's there for like thirty seconds and then you need to go take care of this Okie Day and just you never hear or see Jar Jar again. <laughs> okay. uh, I will say before we uh, move to another category, uh, probably the last one, um, that for me the two standouts for Phase Four are obviously Spider Man No Way Home. And the other one is The Eternals. I, I really dig that movie quite a bit. Same here. I feel I I, and yeah. I feel like Eternals. A lot of people don't care for, and I really enjoyed Eternals. Yeah, no, they I don't. Agree. But, yeah, agree. There's, yeah. All right. Oh. Go ahead, Michelle. No, 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 no. I don't want to continue. I want to move on. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So I think we still got a few more minutes here before our time's yeah. up uh, for this time. week. Um. How about uh, best moment in a movie from 2022? Anybody have anything that really can I? Uh, if I, I now be, I want to read the room here. Okay. Like, if we're doing best moment, I mean, we also are going to very possibly enter spoiler territory about whatever we're talking about. Possibly, mm. I know for me, possibly. I mean, and this is another one where I'm like, I'm probably forgetting other moments that were awesome, but the moment I'm thinking of is like the end of the film. <laughs> so, like, I'll do my best to either not spoil it by still mentioning it, or just say jump ahead for two minutes. If Why don't you go ahead? Why don't you mm. go ahead then? Yeah, yeah, go ahead, Dave. Uh, I mean, I'll I'll just say it in a non-spoilery way. So, if you haven't seen this film, I won't ruin it. But basically, the ending of the Fablemans was probably my best moment. Really? Hmm. Just if I think about a single moment in a movie that I just really enjoyed, like I I really enjoyed the when he's the on, ending of on that the film. on the lot that and yeah. that and like I just say the final shot moment. I thought, yeah, especially in a Spielberg film, was like a nice, awesome touch. That I was not. It that, made me smile. Yeah, it's, it, it, it that, does. That it was does. like, oh wow, like that was awesome. Especially considering like what you just witnessed, and then when you're starting yeah. the final shot, I mean the shot, you're like going, oh wow, like is he purposely doing what he's not supposed to be doing here? <laughs> <laughs> because he is. Right. And then when he it, it fixes it, it's like, oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's such a good, so good. it's such a good like little hat. Um, yeah. it's it's just good. Mm-hmm. Yep. It is. So that's my way of saying my favorite moment without spoiling the Fablemans, which <laughs> good I, job. Thank you because I'd like to see that movie and I don't want it to be spoiled. I hope I didn't spoil it for you. Yeah. I don't think I did, but hope I didn't. No, I don't think so. No. Um, 
I'll go with my favorite moment of the year. I actually kind of mentioned it last week, so I won't get too deep into it again this week. And, and I, again, won't spoil it either. But it, it's the, the boat scene from Triangle of Sadness. I mean, that scene literally caught me <laughs> off guard. So I, I was not expecting it. And I was laughing so hard that tears were coming out of my eyes. I, I just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just sitting there I, looking around the theater like, is everybody else laughing at this as much as me? And some people definitely were. And it was just ridiculous how crazy that scene was. So that was my uh, favorite moment in a movie of last year. Yeah. That's another one I really want to see. Oh, Yasha, you, you got to You got to watch it. If not just for that, that one scene like yeah. the movie is good all, all the way through and it's layered and faceted but mm-hmm. it, it's it's worth your time for one segment of this movie yeah. <laughs> like, i would agree oh my god <laughs> yeah mm. well, it looks like i could rent or buy it so yeah I yeah we rented rent. it at home we we, didn't we rented it, it and watched it here at the house I'm glad. I mean, I wanted to see it when I saw the trailer, so I, I'm definitely interested mm-hmm. to check it out. So that's that's cool. Yeah. Well, what about you, Yasha? What was a good moment for you? Um, this is kind of campy and a little cheesy, but, I mean, we kind of bathe ourselves in that week after week sometimes. So um, my, uh, I think my favorite, one of my favorite movie moments this year was watching Top Gun in the theater. And hearing the music over the Dolby digital surround sound, the firing of the jets, the basically close to the same opening that we had when the movie, the original movie was released. Um, It kind of took me back to being just a kid and watching Top Gun when I was a kid and just having that arc of that. It's just like, I don't know. I just thought I was like, I mean, I couldn't help but get a big smile over my face. And in the theater, when I was there, people were laughing, kind of applauding and clapping. Um, Mm. And every, every guy that I've, I've talked to that grew up in that era and watched it as a kid, they've all said it's probably their favorite movie of the year. And it really is just because it pulls at the memorabilia aspect of it and the nostalgic aspect of the film. And um, like I said, I think Tom Cruise did a great job with pulling on all those heartstrings for us. And I, I really liked it. Nice. Good pick. Yeah. I, Michelle, I had a hard time with this one and it's funny because I actually thought about what you, you said, Bobby, which is that whole boat scene from uh, triangle of sadness. Yeah. Um, that was one of them. Um, honestly, just like things that make me happy this year is like, you know, hearing the car rev up in the Batman, I think, is such an amazing moment in that movie. <laughs> it was so like, I mean, like everything rattled. It was, it was, it was like a physical feeling that car revving up to go chase down Penguin. I was like, this, this is a moment. Like it was really intense and in such a great way. It was its own character. Um, I don't know. It's like I wanted to say, like, oh, well, this scene from everything, everywhere, all at once, and this scene from that movie, and this scene from Mm. that movie. Like, that movie has so many good scenes, and some are just, they're comedic, and some of them are heartfelt. There's a lot, but, like, I don't know. It's it's like, I also don't want to give away too, too much of that either. I think... 
Yeah, I don't know. I think the other thing that gets me is there's... I would have to say there's some moments in the movie Nope that really kind of stand out. Mm-hmm. And there was moments that movie, yeah. I sat there, and you just sat there going, Mm-mm, nope, nope, nope. You kept, you kept, you kept like, you were mm-hmm. with him. You know, I was like, I'm with you, dude. Nope. No, 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 bye, bye, nope, nope, nope. And it was probably like, it's the barn scene that he has because you're like, are we going to, so, where, what's, what's going to happen? Like, you really are just so like, what is going to happen? And the barn mm-hmm. scene's playing out and he's going, <laughs> nope, nope, nope. And you're with him. You're like, yep, nope, nope. Out the barn. Bye. <laughs> and then it comes out the way it comes out and you're like, oh, okay. I guess we're not going to find out at this moment. And then you find out in the next scene yeah. kind of more about what's what's it really right. all about but i think that moment was very yeah, like a good scene. for me it was very like i'm not ready for, for sure. it yet i'm not ready it was like it was almost so early in the movie you're like i'm not ready for it yet yeah, I yeah. Mentally, like, we're doing this now i know i was like we're doing this now we're getting to this moment like we're gonna see it like and we don't you know and like it's wow. just so oh it was intense so yeah that probably will mine nice well, I guess that uh, kind of wraps up our year for 2022 and all the movies that were in our top 10, as well as the movies we didn't get to see and some honorable mentions as well. So I think that'll do it for this week, David, unless you have anything else you'd like to say. I don't think so. Uh, I was trying to think if there was something else like from this past year I really wanted to discuss. And I, I think we've kind of covered I, it. I just never got to mention my absolute, uh, I thought was the worst. Oh yeah, the you did. Uh, now I'm, I'm very oh, curious. Cause yeah, I think you right. think it's, I think it's also the worst film of the year. I, I have a feeling you're not going to disagree with me. Okay. Uh, uh, to me, I think the absolute worst film from this year, like film that I went, wow, that was shite. Uh, mm. was black Adam. Oh no! Oh, no, really? Interesting. Thor was incredibly worse. I don't know, man. <laughs> incredibly, I would go with incredibly worse. I feel like they're pretty. <laughs> I really harsh, didn't like Thor. I, I might even say I might say Thor was slightly better, but wow. I'm not saying by a lot here. Mm. But no, I thought Black Adam was total trash. I didn't huh. think it was good. Like there were moments yeah. I was like, I should just leave. Like I don't even want to see this. Like I was like, I don't want to see this ends. I don't really care. I couldn't. I I I didn't care as I was watching that movie. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I, I mean, I do. I'm not disagreeing that. I mean, I I didn't think it was a good movie. I thought it was fine actually. I, I don't know. Black Adam for me was kind of okay. <laughs> no, that was my worst. That, that was kind of my reaction to that movie. Hmm. I couldn't put my disappointment list because I'm like, I wasn't really excited to begin with. All right. But right. man, that was bad to me. Mm. <laughs> you left me with something to think about. Uh, I'm just... <laughs> no, not in, in any kind of way. Of, it just makes me think in terms of like, when I say it gives me something to think about, it just means that I'm like really curious of how the last of these few DC movies will be. Um, under the previous regime uh, and how they'll finish mm-hmm. out um, before we get into some James Gunn that is, era stuff. Man. If we have a, a way to wrap, I mean, I guess this is more of a looking ahead to 2023 thing, yeah. but that is one thing that I'm just so curious to see how this is. I'm not just like, I'm curious to see, Oh, how is he going to reboot everything? That's mm. whatever. I mean, of course I'm curious about that, but 
it's like it's the, the fact that we have these movies still left from the old regime but he's also saying mm-hmm. that they're going to announce stuff for his new plan like this month and i believe so and that Ow. seems so odd to me like that i mean i have to imagine whatever they're announcing it, it like it wouldn't affect these current movies or will it just be like i mean in the sense of you're releasing these movies or people are going to go, well, what do I care about this Aquaman film? Because this is it. It doesn't tie into anything they're doing in the future. So I don't care anymore. Even though I think that's a terrible mm. way to go into any movie that you just care Cor- about how it ties correct. into things. Correct. Yeah. But, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's an odd situation. Yeah. The whole thing is weird. <laughs> it's very odd. That's why I keep, that's why it gave me something to think of when Michelle said that. Cause I'm like wondering how this is working out. I know, mean, are they just going to say, okay, that was it. We're going to start totally from fresh again and we're gonna try this again or are they gonna try to make it work part of me feels like there's still gonna be some interconnectivity in some way shape or form i i I and that makes sense sorry go ahead dude no i didn't really have anything else i'm just making sounds at this point well i was just gonna say it it makes sense. They, there's honestly no reason why they just have to say, okay, all that stuff that you saw, just forget about it. Because we're dealing with DC mm. and DC just as much as Marvel has a multiverse, although they call it, you know, they have infinite Earths, basically. Mm. And so it's not like they have to say that none of this existed. They could just say it was a different universe, different Earth. And you never know if they decide to go the crisis route at some point in time if they might not revisit the Snyder verse of characters and have them pop up in some other thing of what James Gunn is doing in his new universe. So you can never really say that it just, you know, doesn't count because they, they would probably just treat it the same way they're going to treat um, Matt Reeves as Batman as, as sort of an Elseworlds thing. It's a, right. it's a different earth. It's, yeah. It's just you know, a completely different thing. Yeah, it's like infinite earth. So yeah, I mean, they have the Batman is its own thing. Joker is its own thing, and I know. I mean, <laughs> yeah, just shaking got, his head. You got. <laughs> I'm sorry, but Henry Cavill as Superman. Like, yeah, imagine him that's... showing up in a movie with James Gunn, Superman, in some sort of crisis. I don't uh, think it's going to happen at all. Thing. Though, like, that's... I don't. But no, what are you sorry? What are you saying, that. Bobby? Like. So, in the comics, there's a crisis of infinite Earths where yeah. all these, basically the same sort of thing that Marvel's kind of on their way to doing, where all these Earths start to implode and mm-hmm. you, you kind of come down to just one Earth sort of thing. So, I could easily see James Gunn building a universe to where, at some point in time, that happens where there's a infinite Earths um, crisis event. And you bring back uh, Henry Cavill as Superman. And you bring him and pair him also with the James Gunn Superman version that he'll have in his universe and some big storyline that'll happen where it crosses over with some of those other characters and maybe puts um, a final point on that uh, whole universe in general. And then it just becomes this one universe. But it does not, it would not, I would not put it past James Gunn just because I know he's a, a comic book guy. He, he's he's a fan of all these things. He knows about all these things, and so I could easily see him trying to figure out a way to kind of have one big event that would bring the old with the new kind of thing. Eventually, not anytime I mean, soon, but eventually. 
That would be super, super cool. I don't see Warner Brothers doing something so cool. I just don't because, <laughs> and I, I, I honestly, I don't see, I don't see um, Henry Cavill coming back to do it after, after this. You put him on the string, keep him on the string for so long. Do this whole Justice League thing, and you know how this his movie came out ten years ago, um, and has just been in limbo, perpetually in limbo, to do a sequel for like the longest time. Then get the the whiff of being able to do a sequel or and doing relaunching this character that he really enjoyed playing and said he'd love to do again, only to be told like three weeks after the movie, two or three weeks after the movie came back, saying that he's not going to be doing the movie anymore. They're going to be really relaunching the, the Superman franchise. I honestly don't know why he would do it unless he really needs the paycheck, but he has other projects going on. So it's like, I don't know why you would want to do that. Well, I, then, I, I really don't. And, and to deepen it, Gal Gadot has said she's not going to come back as Wonder Woman if Patty Jenkins is not her director. She's point blank said that. And that's depressing because I love Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. I want a Wonder Woman 3 to make things better from 84. I'm not going to get that resolution at all. That's never happening. And that breaks my heart. I'm like, well, screw me, I guess. And then you have The Flash. The Flash could be the best film. That could be the best film of 2023. And they are never going to touch Ezra Miller ever again. Ever. Or are they? (laughs) We don't know that. (laughs) It's going to be such box office poison. Like, like, that would be... he is a social media nightmare, and he is a, he is just he's a pariah at this point in time. Like, I mean, they just I just don't like. I mean, honestly, at this point in time, I think he'd just be better off if he just started over. Just start over. Just start I, over. Just say that this is a different world and different Earth or whatever you want to do. I would agree. And, I'm sure will. and try to rebuild and try to make. If you're going to build some sort of semblance of a universe, like, and I hate to say this, like the MCU, where they've tried to connect everything. If you're going to try and do that and try and connect everything at this point in time, you're better off just almost, which is what he's been doing, cleaning house and scrapping everything else and starting with his own little vision of what these things should be and how they should go. Period. And I don't blame him. I don't think James Gunn's in the wrong here. Like, I don't think that they're going in a bad direction. It's just frustrating that this is the whole show we're getting. And this is how it is. Like, it's just so frustrating. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, and, for those at home keeping count, we still have uh, Shazam! Fury of the Gods coming out. We have the Aquaman movie coming out. We have the Flash movie coming out. And we have a Blue Beetle movie coming out. So that is, as far as I know, those are the last four remnants of the last regime of their DC movies left. I'm impressed that they're letting Blue Beetle go to theater. I'll be honest. Yeah, maybe they like, stand by it. I guess maybe it's like it's like yeah. kind of like the Flash situation. It would seem. I mean, I, it seems it to may me not everything even tie into anything. It, me, it seems to me everything points to that the Flash is. It has to be amazing, like for the way that yeah. they stood behind it. You know, mm-hmm. after all this, and yeah, they keep pushing. You it would out. think, yeah, like, but. <laughs> At the same time, I, I I wonder about that only because of the fact that when Zaslav took over uh, Warner Brothers uh, and had his whole thing in cleaning house, he shelved Batgirl 
and said that, you know, it just doesn't look like it, it should be in the theater. We're not going to release it. Uh, we're putting it on the shelf. And yet the, the same person saw Black Adam and said, that needs to be in the theater. We need to get that out there. People are going to love it. And it lost money. <laughs> so um, you just don't know if The Flash is as amazing as they're saying it is. I, we will and see. I, and I suspect it is. But I don't just trust that they're saying that it's good. And I get what you're saying. I Absolutely. That's a fair comparison. A fair, but fair argument. It's also comparing a movie with as talented as the lead in back girl, I think is, I, and I hate to say, I can't remember her name off the top of my head. That's the situation. Leslie it's a, Grace, a, 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 an actress, Leslie Grace. I couldn't remember her name versus Dwayne Johnson. Like, <laughs> correct. So, I mean, you'd like to think if black Adam were still as bad, I mean, is I'm not, I'm not saying I thought it was terrible, but you know, yeah, you would like to think, yeah, oh, to it's me, bad, so I'm going to shelve it. Even I don't care if it's Dwayne Johnson yeah. or not, but I feel like that's right. That's still a part of that situation that I think it's fair to mention it. No, he but was, they don't say that. They right. never say that. Because to me, and it literally comes down to that to me, David, is that one's a box office name and one isn't. One isn't. Because to me, I feel like if they had released Batgirl, if it had lost them money i guarantee it would have lost them less money than black adam lost them because right. <laughs> like, that seemed to have lost them quite a bit because the budget was so high on it and mm. so they needed to make a lot more than it made and then it did so you know i think it does come down to the fact that probably um Dwayne the rock johnson would have made a big stink if they decided to show that movie and so they there's no way they could have regardless well, of Dwayne Johnson's entire production company was on it like that's his that was yeah. his name was all like he had they had to go yeah out. he has like, he, he has the social media cloud and power to really yeah, raise yeah. hell for them like they've probably yeah. never seen if if they had just oh, shelved this movie right. it would have been a, you know? and if they thought Ezra Miller was a media nightmare that would have been like Hiroshima coming down on them. Yeah, you know, he could have he could have made things a little chaotic for everybody. Uh, right? Slightly. Yeah. Yeah. Slightly. Yeah. Anyways, twenty twenty three should be interesting for Warner Brothers. It totally should. Yeah. <laughs> for well, for real. But again, that's why I was so surprised to hear. Oh yeah, we're gonna I'm gonna start announcing certain things this month. I'm like, yeah, that's surprising. I'm like I figured you'd have just waited till this year played out and then gone. Okay, At least we're done. The these movies are over. This is what we're doing now. <laughs> yeah. like, <laughs> or show up at Comic Con, right? I mean, right. I'm as, I'm as interested in dying to know is the next guy, but at the same time, mm-hmm. I I also would understand if it's if he could just we just went on Twitter and was like, guys, I know you're all excited, but we're not announcing anything until 2024. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. he he yeah. yeah. Speaking of Comic Con, things to look forward to in 2023. We're Comic-Con. all going to Comic Con this year, guys. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Yeah. That is something. It'll be here before you know it. It will be. I know. <laughs> I've already had those thoughts of like, oh god, fly, I got to buy plane tickets, plane tickets and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're all gonna go. We're all gonna be there together. Yep. It's gonna be so yep. nice. It'll be fun. It will be. Looking forward to it. But yeah, unless you guys have anything else, I guess we'll wrap things up. Yeah. No, 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 no. All right. Uh, yeah, with that, 
we are going to get out of here. As always, we'd love to hear back from everybody listening and watching. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to leave any questions or comments down below. Like and subscribe. Hit that bell icon to be notified whenever we go live or post any videos in the future. You can also reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram at Flickr underscore effect. With that, I'm David Lott. I'm um, Bobby Jackson. I'm Yasha Wilson. And I'm Michelle Hillard. Thanks for listening and watching, everybody. Bye-bye.